Hello humans, hello humans. Still January 11th, heading outbound now, out towards the coast. Got all my chores done. Uh, only one item I couldn't obtain. <coughs> so that's pretty good. We have that anyway because of um, tourists will come on in and they'll, for whatever reason, you know, there isn't enough stock and they'll just, <laughs> the tourists will buy us all out of a particular item. But um, uh, it's pretty good shopping today and got a bunch of my other chores done, so that's good. We've had to put some stuff off because of the weather. We had that terrible, terrible storm here. 105 miles an hour at Snoqualmie Falls Pass, uh, 70 miles an hour in the other passes. We had 55 with gusts up over 65 at our house, whole house is shaking. Uh, I'd had a bunch of trees taken down, so that was good. So we lost, had all the dead material removed off all the trees. And um, uh, just in time, had one fall and a bit of the fence got a ding in it, but that's okay. Um, so not too bad. Uh, really fierce weather here. It's going to keep going like this for a few more days, I hear. We're supposed to have a couple of inches of snow over these next couple of days uh, at the coast. Very unusual. Snow on the beach is just quite odd. And um, uh, got to get back in gear with the, the housing stuff next next week. I had to put off a lot of work because of the weather, right? It's miserable out here working in the rain anyway, this kind of rain. Uh, it's being driven horizontal. Um, you know, at, at a minimum, we've got continuous uh, five, six mile an hour winds. So most of the rain will be coming down at a real acute slant and is um, going to be um, uh, fierce to deal with. Uh, so right now I'm having so much rain, I've got to slow down. We've got snow on the windshield. Looks like it's going to hail. The big splatty snows, you know, big fat guys. And uh, so this will be a long, slow ride back to the, um, the property. But, like I say, got stuff done. Well, we got flooding on the road here. This is the last of my lowland roads, though. So pretty good. Only one, one flooding spot. And, man, is that some fierce hail. Anyway, so we can talk aliens for a while. Uh, them aliens are pretty pesky fuckers, right? They're still messing with us. You'll still get... And so we don't know a lot. Um... We don't have any authority about the alien issue. We have old texts that point to the Elohim as being really nasty, really nasty buggers, right? And the Elohim, the Anunnaki, there were no good Anunnaki, right? In spite of Kerry Cassidy thinking that, um, you know, buying into that uh, bastardized version of the Sumerian story of the Anunnaki, which are the Elohim. So uh, in uh, Hebrew, Akkadian, uh, Canaanite, which is also Phoenician, uh, Edomite, um, uh, Adolomite, another language in that area. In all these languages, we have the word uh, Eloah, right, for an individual Elohim, uh, for an individual of, of that species. And uh, so all these other languages discuss the Elohim, they talk about them as individuals. Uh, they have the titles for them, and so on. And, and the Jews 
turned them into gods, right? The Anunnaki claimed to be gods to the Canaanites and the Akkadians, but eh, you don't really get the sense that those people really bought into that idea. We find that that's different with the Judeans. Um, these guys were with the Judeans for a very long time. We don't know any of the particulars. We don't have any kind of um, an authoritative record. We don't have any consistent record of uh, when they came in and how they conquered us. We know some of the weapons, that kind of thing. And we know we were, we we're actually able to suss out a great deal of information about the Elohim, but we don't have a um, definitive kind of a timeline as to how all of this shit happened and when. Uh, we have to piece it all together. And we know that our history has been fucked over by the um, uh, the deep state, uh, the Elohim worship cult, right? It's, it's in their interest to keep everything uh, tightly controlled, uh, favoring their view of stuff, right? That there is an authority, that the Jews were chosen by a god and not just these strange space aliens, uh, this kind of thing, right? So... Um, it's a real shock, by the way, to for some of these Israelis when you talk to them and you dispute <laughs> that they're chosen people. It's like it is so inculcated into them that they cannot, they can't fathom the world that they're not a, a in charge because a god chose them, right? And then you get into it, and they and it really fries their mind. I mean, they you know this one guy I was talking to um, uh, actually spit coffee out because he was so. Um, exasperated by what I was saying. It, it, it was just so disturbing to him. Anyway, though, um, the Elohim are coming back. Uh, we got space aliens showing up. Got a lot of these 10-foot-high fellows walking around. Um, we're seeing them in Brazil. Uh, it may have participated to some extent uh, in the problems in Ecuador because... Um, of all of the villages around Quito that are being uh, raided at night, people abducted uh, by these guys in um, uh, tactical gear. And bear in mind, okay, these people in um, in Ecuador, out in the villages, at night they go to a common uh, central Wi-Fi hub in the evenings and they watch movies, right? So they watch the you know Spanish language version of uh, John Wick. They watch uh, Men in Black, all of this kind of shit. They know. They, they are very astute. They're very capable of judging if it's a space alien or if it's a guy in tactical gear all kitted up with some technology. And, um, and they're reactive to that. And now, um, in Ecuador, uh, if you go and look at what's uh, showing up online, there are discussions of how to deal with these face peeler guys, right? Don't try and shoot the guy, shoot the platform he's standing on. Those are not armored. Uh, that kind of thing, right? And shotguns work best. Um, these kind of things. And there's even a discussion I saw where they were saying that, you know, these suits that they're wearing are not uh, complete body suits. So if you've got good aim, uh, you can take them out by shooting them in the neck um, where, their, where their flesh is exposed. Um, you can shoot at the wrist, and, but their ankles are covered. So, uh, with these weird boots that click into their um, hoverboards and actually apparently provide um, a guidance system through the body in terms of how to, uh, t 
to move the hoverboard. So um, the supposition is that, that what we're hearing from Ecuador is going to be replicated elsewhere, and that is that when these guys get off of the hoverboards, when they stop the things and step off of them, the hoverboards themselves will just sit there until they come back and click their boots into them. Um, there may be a remote control. They may be able to get the hoverboard to, to follow them. There, there were a couple instances that we think that that was what was going on. But nonetheless, here we are, and these villagers in Ecuador are analyzing the technology that's besetting them and coming up with appropriate conclusions. And they're actually, you know, it's because they've been educated by all these fucking movies. Really a funny situation. Um, so... Uh, so I was talking earlier about Brett Weinstein and his problems with uh, talking to people other than academics that he now finds himself associating with uh, and, uh, you know, and the distress that he's causing himself as well as these others by his uh, inappropriate use of language. But that entirely stems from the framework that he operates in, which is this his particular narradigm. Uh, that there is an authority and academia is way up there in that authority structure. And he used to be in academia, therefore he has a, uh, you know, a prison kind of a, um, uh, a mentality that you are, your status is derived from what you were. So he thinks he has a higher status than a lot of the other people in this in this movement and his language betrays that even though it is unconscious, right? He's not doing it deliberately. And, and it's because of his uh, non-awareness of the uh, situation of the, of the Wu Brigades, right? The, the Wu army out here. Um, and he just, he just doesn't understand, right? You say things like team, and I really shouldn't use army, but um, because they both imply organized structure. And we don't have organized structure because that can be taken over by the Elohim worship cult because these guys are really into organizations. That's how they work. They come on in and they say, oh, oh, we need to organize. And then they take over the organization and then you're under them from that point on. If you don't organize or if you're in a self-organizing collective, then you can say, yeah, piss off, Shlomo. We're running just fine. You know, you go organize your own ass, right? Um, anyway, though, so the Elohim are appearing. We're having more and more of these alien incidents. Uh, this should really escalate. Bear in mind, I... I pointed out all of this stuff around Christmas time that we we're getting really close to meeting the neighbors. Um, we've got a bunch of questions we need to ask though, right? Because there are uh, apparent battles on the moon. There's activity on the lunar surface that we can interpret based on our history as battles. Uh, it may be part of a war. Now, wars are organized by bankers, right? So battles are part of contention that will resolve themselves in a way unlike a war, which is always a negotiated settlement imposed by the banking authority when they've made enough money or they're tired of spending money on this particular activity. Um, so wars don't end on their own. Wars are guided to a conclusion by the bankers that are financing both sides. Um, and that conclusion always favors the banker and neither of the participants in the war. So everybody gets fucked over by war except the bankers. Now what I'm trying to do, by the way, is to keep pointing this out so that when we get into contention, the very first thing that all of us self-organizing collective people do is we go and we fuck over the Elohim uh, worship cult and we fuck over the banks right off the bat. 
so that if they do anything, if they, they try any kind of shit at all, they know it's going to come back on them right away because that will be our opportunity. So, um, the, the situation with the aliens and the hyper novelty is going to uh, combine and the hyper novelty is going to uh, exacerbate the appearance of the aliens and the aliens are going to uh, further boost hyper novelty because as soon as you got aliens walking around then everybody can point to all of these Abrahamic religions and say yo dude you've been worshiping space aliens right there are no gods in the Bible uh, there's no God involved in the Old Testament or the New Testament uh, there's no God in Torah, right? These are all interactions between humans and space aliens. And so, um, we get into this situation now with the hypernovelty hitting us, where the total lack of authority is just going to fuck with all these people's heads that need that stuff to operate. So we know that that if they hadn't killed them all off uh, because of this episode we've gone through with the COVID-19 that um, about two-thirds of the population are compliant okay so about two-thirds of the population whether or not they ended up taking a shot is immaterial but about two-thirds of the population are going to have a seriously hard time in hypernovelty um, we will see episodes where non-drugged up people are just like standing stock still, unable to have their minds function enough to be able to take another step. It won't be that they're tired. It won't be any of that kind of stuff. It will be a mental condition that will arise as yet another part of the hypernovelty erodes uh, the naradime that they've been operating on. And they're going to just uh, have to... Um, uh, work through it, right? That's the big part here, is that this is going to be in collectively experienced, but individually uh, experienced to the level, individually recovered. So we are not going to be able to recover the population. Um, we're not going to be able to recover uh, Christianity. It's going to have to go through all this shit. It's going to have to go way deep and deal with all this crap. And it does not matter what is written in the books. Okay, that's what ha people have to understand. I'm not debating anything in anybody's Bible, although I will debate you on that because there's over a thousand versions of the Bible. And I've got like six or eight of them at home in various different uh, hard uh, format. And then there's hundreds that you can find um um, in PDF format, and they vary widely. Many of them have uh, two and three times the amount of text as the, quote, official Bibles of like, you know, the Geneva Bible or the King James Version or any of them, right? So um, the best versions, by the way, are the interlinear translation versions. And there you read the actual word and how it's actually, what it actually means, and they have commentary on that word, why it's translated this particular way, and so on. Because there are words that you could translate one way or another, depending on them, how you're, how you're seeing the case of that word. Because Hebrew doesn't have vowels, okay? So nobody knows how the Bible was pronounced. So if someone were to sit down and read the Bible to you in Hebrew, you would have no fucking clue as to how it was going to be pronounced uh, way back when, because there were no vowels in the, in the words, right? Uh, it's all consonants. So um, uh, it's a weird kind of an experience that way. So our, our whole um, authority thing here of uh, 
disappearing uh, is going to impact all of this stuff as the space aliens come on out then you'll have more and more people that will be basically climbing onto the same boat that I'm on right which is that the Elohim were uh, nasty abusive fuckers and Judaism is a Stockholm uh, syndrome that's been mistaken for a religion and a culture and then it was just 2,000 years of abuse uh, that uh, to, of the Judeans. And that's the real hard part to wrap your head around. The Jews are acting out uh, the abuse, but their people never suffered it. There was no Jew that was involved in the, in the Middle East with the, um, uh, with the Elohim. It was all Judeans and Judahites, okay, which are not Jews. Uh, the Jews come along later, claim Judaism, which again is a, is a Stockholm uh, syndrome that's been mistaken for a religion. And they adopt it into a culture, and now we've got all these Hasidics running around doing um, uh, Korbanot, which is, you know, r uh, ritualized uh, crucifixion of uh, Christian children nine years or younger. That's really what they're after. Uh, and uh, and draining their blood and all this kind of shit, right? So so it's a it's an ugly situation that we've got going on here. A lot of this, all of this, stems from these fucking Elohim. We would not have this problem if we didn't have the Elohim in our past. And Earth has, humanity has, a very nasty Elohim problem. And that nasty Elohim problem, according to my data sets and, and what we're seeing going on, which have been pretty accurate recently. Um, that uh, uh, Earth is our, our Elohim problem is going to get very dynamic over this year, next year, and so on, and um, we're going to have to interact with these fuckers, uh, and they appear to be interacting with some other party in a violent way in their lunar activities. Uh, so you know that's the so now we have to start thinking about uh, not only geopolitics but um, planetary politics in our solar system and who's doing what to whom and why. And we don't know any of this, it's all speculation. Anybody that says they know is full of shit. Uh, we need a collective effort to get at this stuff because we're unable to take anybody's word as authority on any of this stuff, especially as we go further into this period of hypernovelty. And we will all even start questioning uh, our own conclusions uh, based on the fact that we've got uh, these hypernovel conditions, right? Um, so, um, I'm thinking that by April 3rd or so, that first week in April is going to be filled with shit. I mean, we're going to have all kinds of crap going down. But I'm the the data set said that you know all the woo people around the planet uh, would be would be really getting on to a. Um, the same plane, so to speak, where we would all understand that, yeah, hypernovelty is here, and we're feeling it, we're seeing it, things are happening, etc. Now, you're going to have a lot of the normies that are going to be uh, um, resistant to hypernovelty. They will cling to authority like you would not believe, right? Even though they've been abused by these Elohim, and uh, there's nothing but uh, murder and sacrifice and flesh-eating and blood-draining and all of this kind of shit, and war and, and uh, Yahweh is nothing but a you know a, a murderous son of a bitch trying to uh, create a um, steady stream of um, sacrifices to him because they eat the, the sacrifices right that's what a sacrifice is for it's to give to the gods so that you don't have it so that you are sacrificed so that you are bereft of it but 
what are you giving them? Well, it's all food. It's all blood, blood um, uh, tithing, uh, one way or another. And so we get this situation where um, these people, the normies, are going to seize on authority and and grip it as hard as they possibly can, all and hold on with their fingernails and shit all the way down. So you'll have normies even after June that will be. Uh, in denial, that will be unable to cope. There'll be, you know, stock still in the middle of the road and you just can't figure out what's going on with them uh, because their minds will have literally seized up, unable to take another step because of the total lack of authority and because of the hyper novelty. It'll exhibit itself in all different kinds of ways. Uh, one of the great ways is collectively is we're going to upend all of academia and say that, oh, all these guys are just stupid fuckers and we've been been played. So Einstein was just put in place to play science. He did no science. He didn't invent anything. He didn't come up with shit. And then his buddies in the Elohim cult gave him a prize. They called it the Nobel Prize. And um, they gave him a prize for getting in there and fucking over our science and pushing down on Tesla. It's all connected. It's all uh, coordinated. Uh, they can't have us have Tesla tech because there's too many of us and too few Elohim. And we'll go join, once we get a really good um, fleet of UFOs and shit, we'll go join whoever the fuck is fighting the Elohim. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Or at least he's my, uh, you know, uh, uh, battle uh, uh, companion. So... Um, uh, that's that's basically where we're moving. Now we're going to start seeing more and more and more and more of these, uh, let's say, distant or removed or not quite able to touch them um, uh, episodes of space aliens. And it's going to keep increasing and keep increasing. This is not a Project Blue Beam space alien invasion. Project Blue Beam, the mere idea of Project Blue Beam, is the PSYOP. They want you to think that these things, the, the Elohim worship cult, does not want you to ever recognize the Elohim on the planet because that, that degrades their ability to claim that they are chosen by God. If you think that the, you know, if you recognize that the Elohim are the, quote, gods in the Bible and then the Elohim are walking around here, you can say, yeah, fuck that. Who gives a shit if the Elohim chose the Jews? You know, poor bastards, right? But we know it's not the Jews, it was the Judeans. But all this shit's going to come on out. It's going to really destroy Judaism. Just going to rake it over the coals, tear it apart. We're going to rip it open and say, what the fuck are you people doing here, right? That the, it is your law that everybody should go three times a year to Jerusalem. And when you go there, you're supposed to think good thoughts about boiling Christ in feces and urine and, and puke for thousands of years. Because uh, he's the idolater that gets people to not worship the Elohim. So, hmm, we're going to have to look at all of this shit, right? Um, anyway, so those people like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in kind of a little fight with uh, Bo, Bo Polney, and Bo Polney is saying, oh my God, you know, he's saying that his God, that, that I need to come to his God, I need to come to some kind of an acceptance of his God in order that I might go to his God's heaven. And it's like, no, Bo, thank you very much. You know, you're totally full of shit. You're worshiping an Elohim, and nothing in that book is valid. It's all could be all factual. You know, Daniel's timeline, all of that shit can be all factual, but it is all based on space aliens. And so no gods are involved. 
So if you want to worship space aliens, that's fine. But if you come to me and tell me that I've got to worship your space aliens, I'm going to belt you in the mouth. I'm not going to have that shit, right? I'm not going to be put down and, um, and dominated and have an authority of a space alien put over me. And so it's like, no, dude, you know, if you're dead set on that, one of us is going to die. And it probably won't be me. And also, I have something to tell Bo Polney explicitly. I have been dead. Not a, not a out-of-body experience, not a near-death experience, a fucking dead experience. Three times. And let me tell you, Bo, there ain't no Elohim on the other side of the life-death barrier. You will find none of your gods there, none of your angels. Christ is not there. None of that shit happens the way you think it does. I'm sorry if your mind's going to explode over that, but that's just the way it is. Now, my experience, not necessarily the same as everybody else's experience when they die. But I've had that same experience three times. I've been dead over the course of my 70 years. Uh, my first death experience was at age nine and a half. And my last one was at age 65. The experience has been the same. The interpretation of it has been different because of my age at each uh, episode. But it's the same fucking shit I went through each time. And I do not have the illusion. I didn't put any kind of a delusion on that death experience. I simply died, right? And so I didn't have any kind of a Christian ethos. I didn't see Jesus or any of that kind of shit. Um, you will do that. You will experience some of that if you are very intently religious and so forth. But it's going to fall away within just a few seconds uh, after de death. And time doesn't exist there anyway. So anyway... Um, uh, we're coming up into the hypernovelty. Uh, the aliens are going to be a big part of it, and they're going to be a big part of it in a m multiple different ways, not only in terms of our technology and that kind of shit coming out, because we're going to get alien technology. And then, as I say, the hypernovelty is going to crack open the authority of religion. The Abrahamic religions are going to, going to go into such a huge amount of turmoil, you cannot believe it. All internal, okay? Um, and so uh, religions will fall apart. You know, we'll see churches and, and this kind of stuff sold. Probably see synagogues destroyed because of the shit that's underneath them. Um, you may find towns that just get together and bulldoze the fucking synagogues down and start rooting around and, and seeing what's underneath them because this is not a, a religion. It is a cult, a, a murderous cult, um, a blood-letting, uh, crucifying cult that is built around space aliens. And, space, and abuse by those space aliens, which they keep acting out. Somehow thinking that that will save them, that there's something, something to be saved. So uh, Christians think you're saved by believing in Christ, okay? Uh, Jews think you're saved by ritual acts that will appease the gods so that they'll look kindly on you. Well, the gods that the, they're trying to do this for are these Elohim bastards who are really ugly, ugly... Um, murderous uh, beings who have no nothing good at all for humans and so they want you to be anti-human in order to have favor in their eyes uh, crap that stalker guy is on me so we'll see if he's gonna hassle me when I come on up here to my stop anyway though the um the way it's all gonna unfold we can predict to some little tiny bit 
but the in individual particulars are going to be just so outrageous we would never have said, oh geez, you know, uh, this is going to happen as a result of hypernovelty. Uh, we're just not able to do that uh, because we've never been in a hypernovel situation before. We've never lived in a world without the Elohim as the ultimate authority, and that's, of course, that's been imposed by these Abrahamic religions, which mm, take over what? At least two thirds, maybe two thirds of the um, uh, the population nah, of the planet. No, maybe maybe like um, three sevenths, something like that, uh, are bound up in the Abraham uh, Abrahamic religions. And so those are the guys that are going to really have to um, uh, go through some shit here as we get into our hyper novelty period. And they end up digging into their religion to see what the fuck it's all based on. And then they'll find out they won't like it. There you go. Fuck you. The stalker was too tight on my tail. I turned too quick. There were cars behind him. He had to keep going straight. So I'm in. I don't have to deal with a fucker. And I've got security systems all the hell and gone here. So I've got it all recorded and I can prove that I, you know, that he tried to do something first and that's how he ended up dead. Um, anyway, so there we go, guys. Uh, back now, I got to go and do, um, do chores here. Just a weird day with all the storms and stuff. And then we're supposed to get the snow and, um, I'll, uh, I'll do some work. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I'll do some work later. All right. Anyway, guys, um, hypernovelty is coming. Space aliens are here, and you're going to see more and more of them as, as we go forward into the hypernovelty. And just watch out for all the people that are going to freak out. Um, you know, if you see them standing in the middle of the road, maybe help them off to the side. Probably wouldn't be able to do much more for them. But take it easy, guys.